I'm Jason Goliath. And I'm Nicholas Goliath. And this is a new podcast called The Happiness Economy, where we try and unpack, figure out, investigate, interrogate, I think holistically understand what is happiness even. What is it to you? What is it to me? Is it different? Is it the same? What do you do to chase your happiness? Just chase it. We want to chat to people who we believe have found their happiness or are on the way to finding their happiness and find out what it is that makes them happy. So, if you're happy, we're happy. The Happiness Economy with Nicholas and Jason Goliath. Talawachumas. Uh, our guest this week on The Happiness Economy with Jason Goliath and Nicholas Goliath <laughs> is a person who drops the mic, Kim Jones. You can't flex. drop the mic Let's before the interview flex. starts. No, that's it's a problem. That's a big you can't flex. drop the... In- Hasn't even said anything, drops yeah. mic. Bah. Done. Thank you. Can you can go, actually. Yeah. Yeah. They saw me and we can They've go. seen me. That's all that needs to happen. <laughs> I've been struggling with motivation around drive Mm -hmm. and I've always been driven by haters, naysayers or somebody saying to me, ah, you'll never be able to do that. You can't can't do that. Like when we, when we started running uh, comedy shows, I mean, we've been doing comedy for like Mm -hmm. three months and every comedian, every comedian said to us, oh, what are you guys doing? You know, nothing, you know, you're just kids in this game. Yeah. And we loved when they would phone us and go, when are you going to book us for that kid that you guys, <laughs> that you guys run? And we came out with, with t-shirts and yes. all of them mocked us. They laughed. Oh, guys. Ooh, they you're laughed. comedians. Why are you putting your brand on your clothing? Then, oh, guys, do you have a size medium? Oh, now you want the merch. <laughs> now you, you want the merch. You see. Okay. So, 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 literally, I like that. I like what Nick is saying. Mm. Don't, mm. don't be scared and don't. So, it's like, it's like almost like, so, so our founding principles for happiness have become acceptance. Mm-hmm. You first have to accept who you are, what you are, where you are, sure. uh, and why you are. Then com- after acceptance, acceptance makes gratitude easy. And if you can live in a space of gratitude as much as you can, mm-hmm. um, we believe that that's like the, 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 the core salt of happiness, the founding mm-hmm. principles. Yeah. The founding principles. Then I think a lot of us don't accept... A lot of us want acceptance from other people because we don't accept ourselves. True. And we haven't accepted where True. we are. True. And, and, and when I say that, I mean, you, you raised an interesting thing off, off camera where you, you spoke about um, being accepted uh, as a colored person uh, in a different country. So you've got so many more things to mm-hmm. think about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, so, mm. so it's not only that, you, that you, you're, you're Zimbabwean. Um, and you have all of that pressure, the preconceptions that come with that mm-hmm. come with that. Because South Africans are idiots. Zimbabweans <laughs> are not idiots. Like when you go to Zim Zim, it's clever people. Yeah, yes. man. Everybody's well educated. Is on point. Everybody's Let well educated. Know. I mean, there's no syllabus on roll on, but other than that, <laughs> other than these are two of big facts. I smell very nice today, guys. No, since you moved to South Africa, your kind no. has changed. No. <laughs> Listen, it is what it is. It is what it is. I'm sure you have to explain it when you get home. What is this? <laughs> so when I was invited to be part of the podcast mm. and I saw the title of the, the podcast, I was like, oh, this is deep. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think it's something that people stop to think about. You just make the assumption when sad? I'm successful, when I'm famous, when I'm rich, when I'm married, when I've got kids. It's like, do you know what I mean? Like, that's the assumption yeah. that that's, that's happiness. Because that's how we've been socialized. Those are the benchmarks, right? Yes. In society. Uh, 
and fam, I've been thinking about it a lot, and it's been it's actually taken me down a journey yeah. the past week thinking about it, and I realized I wasn't for the longest time, mm. even throughout the craziest things. I'm saying like when I was at the peak. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm still going up, but oh, we all no, when you were at your right? there's many peaks. Yes, yes exactly. Yes. Many okay, peaks. when I was at the MTV yeah. peak, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, I was I like, like yeah. MTV peak was like I was the first presenter that was like the face of MTV Africa. Yeah, yeah. I was the first Zimbabwean face of Revlon, and I yes. was like continent wide. Yeah, I had made Forbes 30 under 30. I had interviewed everyone: Charlize and Theron, so Naomi on, no, but Campbell. So on paper, everything. Oh, tick, 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 tick. Happy. Yeah. Happy. The but, assumption from the outside but, has to be. Yo, but lonely mm. and unfulfilled. Ooh. And it felt hollow. And so, I was like, okay, that means lonely, I need to achieve unfulfilled, more. Hollow. Yeah. Yeah. It could, also, at that time, everyone wants to be around you. Mm. I threw penthouse parties that was like filled with like a hundred celebrities, like for Never myself, for my birthday. I'm celebrating myself. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> I got invited, but I turned down the invitation. Shout out to everyone. Okay. Just saying. So, no, but I'm like all that. Mm. And I would feel so empty and alone and, and sad. And I was like, what is this? And only recently, and I, my pa has always told me you don't know yourself until you're 30. Is your pa your father or your grandfather? My stepdad. Stepdad. Are we Are we a pa? Shout out pa. Shout and he out. says, um, only from when you're 30 do you really start to know yourself. Yes. Mm. And so I had, a ga- I had gained some sort of success, financial independence, mm-hmm. um, recognizability. But on the inside it wasn't. There. I wasn't fulfilled. I, wasn't I wanna yo, yo, you said so many, so many, so many things, things there. I, I wanna break I wanna break all of them down and Nicholas is I know he's also chomping, so I'm just trying yeah. to yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No. Okay. So so you know, we often speak about the fact that people seem to have this vicarious relationship with happiness, which I think is amplified by social media where mm-hmm. you get to look at what you perceive to be happy. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if I was following you on social media, yeah. through that time my perception would have been that you are gonna be happy. But if yeah. you take a step even before that, you said you had that thing about I'm gonna be happy if I'm going to be happy mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. and everybody you speak to nowadays goes oh, I'm going to be happy when I'm in a relationship yeah. I'm going to be happy when I'm out of a relationship yes. I'm going to be happy when I have a bigger house a yes. new house a new car yes. I'm going to be happy when yes. mm. and then our thing has been if you can't find your happiness where your feet are right mm. now mm-hmm. I always go with your overlapping stomach yeah. <laughs> with your debit order situation yes. with whatever's going on yes. and that's where it comes to uh, acceptance because I think one of the other big things is you have that vicarious relationship. Then you have what you think will make you happy, mm-hmm. like becoming the face of Revlon, the face of MTV, mm-hmm. uh, the face of all of these things. Because mm-hmm. these are dreams. These are, these are people yeah. that are a, a, a brown girl from Zim. Come Massive. on. These are dreams. Now you have all these yeah. things and all of a sudden you still feel it's empty. It's not enough. What yeah. is this, what, and lonely. What, yeah. was, what, was the, what was the solve? I think age. Mm-hmm. With mm-hmm. age comes experience. experience. Mm-hmm. And comes wisdom and comes a lot more introspection yes yes and with that awareness self-awareness also self-awareness mm-hmm. and um and really really actually doing the work I, I went for therapy i dealt with past trauma i also took some time to be alone mm-hmm. and then also covid 
Yeah. COVID is a massive, was I think a massive amplifying factor for a lot of people's journeys, either positive yes. or negative, mm. because you were forced to be alone. Very few in the middle. Yeah. Uh, you either won or lost terribly. Yeah, I really won. I made more money during COVID than I did when I was on MTV. It is what it is. Sorry, I'm sorry. I also left them. I quit peak of COVID. I said bye. I think bye. I made more money than MTV during that. <laughs> I'll be happy when. <laughs> Crazy. So the thing for me is like the what stood up for me is the loneliness thing, because mm-hmm. I I don't know what your situation was coming here to mm-hmm. South Africa and being involved, but like for me with comedy, what I found was that I lost a lot of people. Yeah in the journey just because there were people that were in my life that were my friends my you know my support system Mm -hmm. and then the minute i started doing something different to what they were used to I became the different one. The, mm-hmm. I became you the changed. one who mm. thinks is better. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, now they're yeah. doing comedy. Da, 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 da. You know, so so I completely like I can relate to that. And I just want to find out, like, from your side, was it a was it a similar thing uh, where you'd lost people, or was it just being in a new space and a new country yeah. doing this thing? For me, I think my real ones have always been the people that have known me from when I was little. Yeah, and particularly family. Mm. My family have been consistent. The friends thing. I think especially in Joburg, I don't know if that's a common thing, but everyone seems to kind of feel me when I say this. Joburg industry, friends. Mm. And that's and thing is, when no, I was so, in the industry... So say it, what are you saying? Joburg industry, friends, what is it? What is that? What does it's it like, mean? what can I get from you? Yes. What yeah. can I gain? How can I get one up? Can I get invited to this event? Can I get this free thing? Mm. Can I be in the VIP? Yeah. Can I pop bottles? Can I, like... Yeah, friendships based on hype and, and opportunity. People that are... That are in the industry for the success what and the fama and yeah. the fama the fama yeah the success and the fame mm-hmm. and the glamour yep. that's what i mean to the say. perceived glamour yes. as well so then so then you find all these people that are latching on because they want to be part of the mm. thing the soft life mm. so mm. so how do you see the the trees from the forest in the in those in those instances do you get to a point in joburg where you can identify a true friend and an opportunist who's just going to use you for whatever it is you may you may bring to their lives or career uh, or, or or open their path because I, I i don't believe it's possible to do Joburg on your own. I think you need yeah, friends. Definitely. You know what I mean? It's, you can't. It's, it's, it's too hard of a city, man. Like, it's a hard city. No, it is. It's, and it's, it's a hard industry. And it, look, it's, it's, I always praise Joburg and say Joburg is one of those cities that if, you, if you're willing to wake up early and work hard, yep. you're not going to go to bed hungry that night. Yep. But and people underestimate the difficulty of that situation because they forget that you're gonna have to do that tomorrow, mm-hmm. the next day, the mm-hmm. next day, the next mm-hmm. day, the next day. And Joburg is also the type of place that although it's so established, you never feel like you're on solid ground. Oh no. You never feel like you established. Even when okay. you are the face of Revlon. <laughs> you are yeah. you are still like hey, hey, no, no, here, on the, on the day the money comes in, you feel no, like you feel you're amazing. on the world. But and then three weeks after that. <laughs> but like, now ah. you walk in the mold and you see another face, you're like, hey, that's <laughs> a possibility. With with me, I'm slow to trust. Yeah, I kind of give everybody as much trust as I can yeah. up front. But in terms of releasing or lowering all of my my barriers and letting you really, mm. you know, close mm. to me, very very few people enjoy yeah. that enjoy that privilege. And I've also learned to keep my circle very tight very, and light. You, you know what I mean. So has yours has yours become the same? And do you have things that you look for that you can identify? And what do you do when you find that this person is not truly just wanting to be here for you, but yeah. here for what you might bring for them? So first, I'm working on this thing. So I've I've had a couple of close female friends that I've taken like I don't want to say under my wing, but really yeah. tried to help yeah. bring up in the industry, introduce them to people, take them everywhere. Like, and then you learn, oh, this 
mm. your intentions are not genuine mm. and not sincere. I'm not naming names. <laughs> they're 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 points. <laughs> you, <laughs> you don't have to name names. <laughs> but we know. Yeah, yeah, you know. If you don't see them around, yeah, yeah, you don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but uh, like, Kim with that, I kind of, you kind of just cut, you just kind of cut it, cut them out. So just it's the only way. It's, it's not easy. It's painful and you miss a friendship that you thought you had, but it wasn't actually a real friendship, I don't think. So then how does Kim sustain her happiness through those periods? Now, now it's like the people that have always been there are the mm. people I will lean on. I'm in ah. a really healthy relationship as well. That changes the game when you meet someone that's your your person because they're more than just um, a romantic. Exactly. Yeah. It's like that's your best friend. Yes. Because they really know you. Like, yes. And if it's a good relationship, they know the ugly they know the great and they want even better for you. And they accept you. 100%. They accept you because you want to you be with, I'm always like, you know what I love about my fro is I know that it doesn't matter what happens. If mm-hmm. I explode on Twitter tomorrow and my whole career is gone mm-hmm. and we are mm-hmm. eating, you know, out of Nicholas's dirt bin, I know that she's going to be standing next to me she digging in that, digging in that, in that oh, dirt yeah. bin. But also if I'm ever at the red carpet for the Oscars because I'm hosting, she'll be, yes. be, she'll be, you know, there just as well. And she'll be looking fire. Right. Because your bet is fire. No, she 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 Facts. she's more than fire. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I mean, now you know where my happiness comes from. What makes you happy now? Yeah. What is it that you do aside from the work and the like, the standard things we see on social yeah. media? What makes Kim Jade happy? I found my why. Oh, purpose. I found my why. What is your why? Tell us. And I think so. To give anyone that doesn't know me a little bit of like backstory or context. Um, I came to this country to get my honest degree in social work and psychology. And, and you I got did it. that. Did that. Yeah. And then I told my parents, I want to be a model. And they were like, what the if? Excuse mm. me. People of color, I mean, you understand. And yeah. it, their reaction and their lack of support and their lack of understanding came from fear and wanting their child to be okay. Yeah. yeah. You know? And now I understand that. Yeah. But it at the time, love. my why became, oh, I'm going to prove you wrong. Oh, I'm going to be successful. I'm going to make money. Yeah. I'm saying like when my parents told me, cool, you're doing your thing. Don't ask us for a dime. On your own. It was like I was living in a share house with nine other Congolese and Nigerian immigrants sharing a tiny room. All my clothes were in a suitcase under a bed. I'm picturing men. With, I was, yeah, definitely. Definitely. And it wasn't safe, but it was what I could afford. Yeah. And I was doing promo work, waitressing, like a little modeling job here and there. And... That was my why. My, my, my why was survival and my why was I'm going to show you guys. So I think we've established, or, or, or if we haven't, let's establish that if that is your why, mm-hmm. it's a great why, but it's not sustainable. It gets you there. Yes, mm. but no, it but it'll you get there. you, but not there, there. No, it'll get you to, like, to yeah, the next step, yeah. but it's, it's, it, it can't be your petrol for the whole journey. No, exactly. And that's the chat. It's like, cool, once you've ticked all the boxes. Once you, you've proven them all, yo, wrong. you're on TV and you're going to LA and then you do New York and then you're in Belgium and then you got this award, this award, this award. Why am I not happy? Why do I not mm. feel full mm. and I've fulfilled? It. It's because my why wasn't sustainable and my why wasn't for me. Mm. If your why is someone else, proving someone else wrong, pleasing someone else, I don't think ever internally for you, you'll truly feel that, that satisfaction and true joy. You know, all of these things I think are made so difficult by the fact that we put ourselves under pressure to always project mm-hmm. this perfect image mm-hmm. and this perfect happiness. Yeah. So, you know, if I, I follow your social media, it's very easy to believe you. Yeah. 
I've also known you for a long time and I've known you through different kind of phases of your career yeah. and I think your life and yeah. I think and I think your life and then you know from the first time I met you you had a light that was very strong very bright very different and I'm, I I hope I offered you words of encouragement um even even back then then a weird thing happened I watched you do well I saw some changes then I saw what, I, what looked like happiness then I saw you at an event when you were launching some tacky shop at Maro's <laughs> Arch yes. and I was like oh you the you the marketing boss of this tacky shop yes. and it seemed like your element like yes. it seemed like your element and I was like that's happiness but but do you think there can be fake happiness because was that was that happiness so must we also be aware of the the mm. things that we think are now yeah. the thing and we latch on very very quickly yeah. so are you are you still there are you enjoying it what's going yeah. on yeah i'm so glad you brought it up i became head of marketing for sneaker district south africa mm-hmm. um it's an international company that was trying to launch in south africa yeah. and um amazing opportunity i am so grateful i took yeah. it and being someone that went from on camera to in the boardroom in a corporate space yeah. in a senior position mm. i felt serious imposter syndrome right from the jump because i was like i know the industry i yes. know sneakers i know culture but i, I know yeah. but does that translate into a boardroom exactly and um it was so major because now i'm in boardrooms with the team from new balance i'm pitching to the entire puma team i'm sitting with these major brands and mind you i've never had a sneaker deal ever which i think is a good thing that's no, how you become actually, the king because once you have a deal nobody else wants to do want to play with you my thing because it's like i can speak to every brand as authentically as possible learn as much as i could and be able to market the brand and launch the store and i in that time i was there i created a marketing department it didn't exist hired a graphic designer hired a marketing executive pitched the entire concept to every brand you know and then created this amazing hype on social media but also in real life with one of the biggest launch events yeah. i believe in yeah. in south africa for a sneaker for a sneaker shop for definitely. a sneaker yeah. store that definitely. nobody knew that also didn't have nike or adidas major <laughs> major <laughs> what do you mean i'm saying we like we got trinidad james from full size run in from like from complex we flew him in from america courtney paul was mm, breaking mm, rari was dj was it, it was just amazing. amazing i wasn't happy but I think just think it wasn't the right space for me and I'd reached a ceiling and there was no more, no further that I could go in that space and I was like it's actually time for me to leave. So the launch was done, it was a successful launch and it got hype everywhere guys, yeah. like everywhere. Yeah. Everyone was yeah. there. It was just like a special moment in my career but I was like thank you. It's time to move on. The hype was too strong. I bought the most expensive pair of sneakers in my life the and naked wasn't wolf for kicks. me. For my wife, I've never spent that they much money like on myself. They were like 6000 rand. Why are you telling people my business? Retail. Yeah. Not so, in the world. 6000 rand. 6000 rand. Or not even for himself, for his wife. You are a good partner. She wore them at fashion week and looked amazing. You need to choose your men better. What is the thing that made it comfortable for you to walk away? Cuz cuz I assume that mm. a lot of time, you know, especially for somebody who's who's experiencing that that um imposter syndrome. Yeah. Mm. I feel like walking away almost feels like you're failing, like you quit. So so is was it that situation or was it a case of you understood that this is not the place for you or not? I was going to say because a lot Such of people a get stuck question. there. A lot yeah. of people get stuck there Such and and question. end up living 10 years of unhappy mm-hmm. before they finally get to a point where now you have to leave you're mm-hmm. moving someone, yeah. you know what I mean? Cuz I feel like there are people who are still yeah. who love that life every day yeah. right now in yeah. a call center. I first will combat to that imposter syndrome by actually doing the job and actually killing it. Killing oh, it. Dab, dab it I guys, 
when I tell you I'm good at what I do, number one, I'm a hardworking perfectionist. Yeah. Yeah. So there was that. So must believe every meeting I walked into, I was prepared. And also, I'm a charming individual. It's very good at her job. My network also is something that no marketing degree can buy. Mm. So by being in all those boardrooms and having conversations and genuinely connecting with the brands, I believe like, I was like, oh, I'm meant to be here. Yeah. I'm actually really good at what I'm doing. And genuinely, like, I'm looking to go back into that space. Obviously not for that business, but mm. <laughs> in another space. You know, um, combated the imposter syndrome. And then when I realized this wasn't for me, I was like, I will not lose another minute of my valuable time, my youth, oh, my, time. my understanding that in this industry, when your heart, milk it, fam. Mm. When you're killing it, Milk it, Eat fam. Everything. Like I'm not gonna. And then yeah, and then I respectfully left. Did you need somebody to tell you that? Yes. Or, or were you able to <laughs> tell yourself like, that? Definitely. It was definitely a phone call to my parents, yeah. and a long conversation with my man. Yeah. And um, just an understanding that like, dude, you have one life. So your happiness <sighs> you is more life. valuable than the amount of money they were gonna pay you to be miserable. And also an understanding and respect for what you bring to the table. Mm. Because when you know what you bring to the table, you're okay to walk away sometimes. Yeah, it, it's it's know it's your that. Worth. Yeah. So so we always we always speak about you know back yourself, know your own worth, mm -hmm. motivate yourself, don't rely on other people for those things. But we also exist in a time where where that's nearly impossible. And I love that you have, and and we've spoken about it, you know, through the through the process of this of this chat, gone from knowing who from no, from wanting to trust everybody mm -hmm. to knowing who you can trust mm -hmm. and to knowing who you can have the right conversations yes. with because i think that you, you you know everybody needs that kind of support structure where it doesn't have to be your father or your mother it could be a friend you made at, yeah. a, at your first job yeah. it could be whoever but somebody who sincerely has a your best interests yeah. at heart and b believes in you as much as you do yes. believes in your 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 skills your talents mm -hmm. what you're going to put down Quick, quick happiness index. We got a, we got a wrap. So, quick, quick, quick happiness okay. index. Uh, the index is essentially uh, uh, one is bad, five, five, uh, uh, very good. But we want you just to rate where your happiness is now, particularly considering uh, where you come yeah. from, the lonely days, yeah. to where where Kim is now and what yeah. Kim looks forward to. So, there's three very basic points. Uh, the first one is acceptance. Have you accepted yourself, who you are, what you are? Yeah. Uh, one to five. The, the the first one is acceptance. The second one is gratitude. Sure. Do you do you you know where are you in your in your gratitude? Or yeah. do you wake up first being grateful for what you have, yeah. or do you wake up stressing about what you don't have? Yeah. Uh, and the last one is optimism. How optimistic are you about the Kim that we'll chat to in a few years' yeah. time after you've done more more? Big I feel things. like I can see five. So look at the smile yeah. here. One to, one to five. You know, one you, to five. I feel like you are only realizing yourself now. <laughs> and you got to oh, say five. it straight straight five, into that camera. Five. Uh, this is the the, the Goliath happiness index. Uh, Kim Jade, one, two, three, acceptance, gratitude, optimism, go. Okay, acceptance, 4.8. Oof, that's a good. Very high. Because I feel like as a woman especially, coming to accept and love yourself as you are, it's, it goes in waves. Yeah, one day I'm feeling sexy and gorgeous and on top of the world. Next day I'm on and I'm fat and I, I feel, feel like I feel like I look like Jason Goliath. No. <laughs> <laughs> Today's a 4.8. She's feeling very clear. <laughs> Gratitude. Wow, a five. Yeah. Wow, a five. I think I can say that. I, I mean, you kind of do speak from a point of privilege when you've received a great check. So that's yeah, something yeah. to be Amen. very grateful for. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. And the final. Optimism. Optimism. Five. Five? Five. Ten. I am so excited for the future. The world. I am so excited. And it's just because I know 
when you're operating from a place of genuine, pure intentions, genuine gratitude, genuine hope. It's like, and also a little bit of self-love. Yeah. Like, it's a great place to be. So, so our, yeah. our saying is, we do the right things for the right reasons. Yes. And then you can't fail. So yes. that that comes from when you know who you are, yeah. what you're doing, yeah. and you get that feeling. And and, and it's humbly underlined by, we, we do our best to do it better than just about anybody else. Sure. That's, that's bring a Champions League or nothing. If yeah. you're not coming with that Ronaldo-Messi energy, mm-hmm. don't come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're not bringing Mbappe vibes, mm-hmm. stay by the house. <laughs> don't come. Oh. Didn't come here to play games. Kim not Jade. today. Mm. Kim Jade, you are amazing. Thank you for your time. Um, I can't wait to uh, tell people I know you. Oh my you know? god! Yeah, we have this podcast. Yeah. Now I, mean, I tell them, I tell them already, but I'm saying I can't wait to be. You. I feel you know, that way about you guys. Are at, you uh, at the uh-huh. airport in Amsterdam, and somebody goes, "You from South Africa?" I go, "Yeah." They know. Do you know Kim Jade? I go, "Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah." yeah. yeah What's your Noah. podcast? <laughs> I know her and Trevor, <laughs> and Trevor Noah. Yeah, and then I have to correct them. She's not actually South African. She's from Zim, yeah. but at least she uses 24-hour antipersonal. There you go. There you go. I'm with you. I'm so with you.